And welcome to the Nikki X Happy Hour. I'm Lee, and as always, the better part of the show are Todd and Rob. Todd and Rob. I, I, I have often been mistaken for Ted, but not this week. Todd and Rob. Yeah, Ted will jump on hopefully next week. I'm looking at my uh, in, the, in the video thing that we have. It looks like my iPod uh, earbuds look like a necklace. Like I should have like a little cross on it and a black. I look like a fucking Italian. Like I'm trying to be fucking Italian. <laughs> And sure. we're all <laughs> off the air. Anyway, so uh, now we know the owner. We're good. Yeah, so um, that's true. how are you guys? What's uh, anything exciting happened to you personally in the last two weeks? Personally, I got personally? my sentence. I got my sentence commuted, so I'm good. That's good. Yeah. Mr. Stone. Yeah. Personally, uh, I am still gainfully employed and I'm still working from home and I'm not sick with COVID at least. So, yeah, cool. What about you, Mr. Roberto? Okay. So, uh, <laughs> so my uh, daughter, who's 12, went to the beach last week. Today is Saturday, so when you're hearing this on Monday, it's actually going to be the week before last. But anyway, she went last and week. And we are going to be checking up on you to make sure that the time schedule is accurate. What do you mean? Well, Why? if you say last week and it's because you're week the only before, listener, then, you're on you know, the show. We're just going to stop listening to the show if you don't tell us exactly when your daughter that we don't know went to a beach that we don't know about. Well, you know how people are. They check yeah. Facebook. When you're superstars like we are, they're going to fact check us. Anyway, so she went to the beach last week or the, the week before last, whenever you're listening to this, Rob. And uh, uh, she took her friend, Isaac, with her. Um, Isaac is 12. No, it's a lot more exciting and less intriguing. So anyway, what happened was Isaac hangs out with his grandfather a bunch, right? So they get down there on Saturday or whatever. On Sunday, the mother, Isaac's mother, calls and says, oh, the grandfather has tested positive for COVID-19. So uh, the mother comes and gets the son. Uh, and and the beach they're at is near Myrtle Beach, Summer Beach. It's less it's less busy. It's more residential. But anyway, she comes and gets them, takes them, brings them back to Oak Ridge, Tennessee. And they get back. They they get tested. And so the parents and the boy uh, test positive for COVID nineteen. <laughs> Great. So of course Fiona's at the beach the rest of the week, and everybody's like has to get tested and kind of freaking out. It's put a damper on their on their week, but thankfully um, the 13 days or 14 days, 13 days of quarantine is basically up now, oh. and so Fiona's fine. So Good. Uh, no symptoms and, and no positivity or anything like that. But I ended up having to tells you the world we live in. Starting last Tuesday, um, I had to ask if I could work virtually because it's my week to have her because we ha- I have her half the time. Right. But anyway, I, uh, it's my week to have her. So I had to ask my supervisor, hey, is it OK if I work virtually? Because we actually I, I think I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, but we got sent back out right. to non-network shops um, starting this past Monday. But I had to ask if I could work from home uh, this week. And it didn't have to go to his supervisor to get approval. It had to actually go to the supervisor of the supervisor to get approval, the director of the state, and, which makes wow. sense. It wasn't it's because, you know, if you test positive, I went out on the road one day. Right. So if I end up testing positive, they want to make sure that it's not due to me going out that one day. It's something. Of course. Right. So, I mean, it, it's cool. But it's just like that's the crazy world we live in. Yeah. These days with COVID-19 and. 
And that's that's the danger of it because obviously you want to go out with your friends. And we've all seen well, where people... I, I don't have any, but some people do want to go out too. Well, Rob wants to go out with his friends because, yeah, I'm in the same boat as you. But mm-hmm. it's a different Rob. It's not you. Oh, okay. It's this guy like that came across him on Facebook. We're not even friends on Facebook. I don't know how I saw it. He commented on some other post. But yeah, we want to hang out with your friends. And we've all seen where people, you know, they have big get-togethers with their friends. And it's like... This is why this shit is not stopping is because people continue to get together. And I get it as when you're a kid, but when you're an adult, you kind of have to have this. And we've all seen this as like people is like, what about my rights? What about my rights? It's like, what about your responsibilities? It's like, you have a responsibility to not get other people sick. And if everything is a hoax, it's like, okay, so you suffered the extreme horror of putting a piece of fabric over your mouth and nose for 20 minutes while you went to Kroger or Publix or wherever the hell you went. It's like, dude, do that. Do the right thing. For God's sakes, would you please? And if you don't want to wear a mask, okay, well then don't go out in public. Don't go to crowded places. Don't get within six feet of anybody. It's not about wearing the mask. It's about doing all of the protocols. So it's like, for God's sakes, very, very frustrating that people do not get that. Every other country in the world gets it. It's like, you're not going to die from inhaling your carbon monoxide because you don't exhale carbon monoxide, for one thing. So, <laughs> you know, how do you, how do you think these people in, in Asia manage to survive wearing their masks the entire time they're outside? Like, no, they're not, they're not different because they're not humans, you freaking freak. It's like, I think we need to show them all uh, footage from the, the Mariners <laughs> inter-squad game I watched the other day where they're playing baseball wearing masks. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing Running how- the bases wearing masks. And you know what? They didn't die of carbon di- carbon dioxide monoxide poisoning or whatever the hell they think <laughs> it's supposed to be. It's unbelievable. Our, our brilliant governor, who may actually be more stupid than Trump, and I know that's hard to believe, but... It's hard to believe, yeah. Well, you're in the running. He made the comment that if people can go to Lowe's and people can go to Home Depot, kids can go to school. It was like, last I saw, no one is going to Home Depot for seven hours five days at a stretch. Uh, I'll add to that, that most school systems can't contain lice. Right. <laughs> Much exactly. less. It's a good point. Yeah. yeah. And, and there's a problem because if you are in a two working parent household, which is the vast majority of the U S or maybe you're a single parent and you're working, what are you going to do when the kids are home? How do you handle that? That's a big issue. And I understand a, big part of the push to get the kids back in school is because you don't want to leave the kids alone at home. I understand that. However, you know, we've been able to come up with billions and billions of dollars to bail out companies. How about we use it to bail out the peoples? Yes. Let's mm-hmm. bail out some peoples. The peoples. The peoples. So so you, you brought up sports, uh, Rob, and, and yep. I do think major league baseball is missing a, a huge, opportunity here to kind of coincide themselves and build up the laser tag brand just saying but also did you see where <laughs> you see where uh, the ivy league isn't going to play fall sports right right did you see where stanford has shut down their fencing program i'm like that's the one sport we should be playing but <laughs> they wear a mask, mask anyway and they're six feet away 
the whole point <laughs> is to stay away from the person and wear your mask yeah. the whole time. It's like everyone so should be suggesting. <laughs> the, the point is that they're shutting down a program that makes them zero dollars, whereas, you know, right. other sports, uh, I, I mean, maybe maybe we won't have college football, but I bet if the SEC has anything to do with it and has a big say in it, we're playing college football at some point. And then <clears throat> was it somebody was talking about maybe it was the Ivy League before they decided not to play fall sports. They were talking about thinking about pushing the football season back to spring. It's like you might as well just not play. Right. Any of those players, and there's a handful from the Ivy League that go on and make the NFL NFL teams, and some of them are pretty good, actually. But uh, at that point, if you're playing in the spring, you're hurting your players who have an opportunity to play in the NFL because the NFL is going to hold right. a draft no matter what. And if those players are still playing and maybe there's the opportunity for them to get hurt, the NFL is going to be like, well, they might get hurt. We're not going to take them. Yeah. Well, even in the, even the, the sophomores and freshmen who wouldn't even be eligible for the draft, you're throwing off their entire process. It's like, how are they going to play in the fall if they just played in the spring? It's like, you can't do that. True. And even the, even the players who are would be eligible next season, if there's no season, then theoretically they're not eligible. They're going to have to do something about that, too, because right. it's unfair to those kids. When they, and they are kids. If you're under 22, you're a kid that goes to college. Sure. You know, um, it's, it's unfair to those, those people because, you know, you, you can't punish them for something that's out of their control if they need to, you know, any other basketball or whatever baseball well i guess baseball has a a rule where if you choose to stay after your freshman year you have to play three years in college but if you you know basketball or whatever you know you don't you don't have that same criteria you play basketball for a year which is still a a stupid rule but um basketball for a year then you can go pro it's it's unfair to those at some point they're going to have to waive the eligibility rule and yeah chaos or whatever but you know but that's all paperwork. I mean, yeah, they, like you said, they'll have to do it or they should do it. Uh, interesting thing is the Big Ten has decided to just play conference games. They're only going to play conference is games that right? in football. I, I missed that. <clears throat> which, which cuts the Notre Dame out of the mix, which is interesting. Not sure what Notre, who Notre Dame is going to play since they're not in a conference. <laughs> it's funny because I actually saw a meme of, of Notre Dame. It's from The Office. And it's uh, Steve Carell's character shutting out one of the older people out of the room that they're about to have a meeting in. And it's like, this is how college football is treating Notre Dame this year. I, mean, just, I thought that was pretty funny. And, I didn't I didn't know that. I totally missed that. Big Ten yeah. was just playing conference games. And as a, as a friend put up, it's like, okay, if the SEC goes to this, it's like, what would be the point of South Carolina? Like, we won't play Clemson because they're 70 miles away, but we're going to go halfway across the country to play A&M, Texas A&M. Like, what difference does it make if you only go to Wisconsin, if you're Michigan, but you, you know, won't go halfway across the country? It's like, it's a different group of people. It doesn't matter if they're 70 miles away or 3,000 miles away. You can go across town and still run into this shit. Yeah, if you're playing, you're playing. So to me, this is just optics. It's like, well, this is what we're doing about it. You're not doing anything. You're still... You know, you're still interfacing with people in it. Wow, interfacing. Why did I use that word? You're still meeting people in other groups. Now, if you're going to play, just play your schedule. Uh, you know, it's there's no more risk to playing Stanford than there is to playing Michigan State. That's just ridiculous. Did they, make, did they make a ruling as far as fans and stands? I haven't heard anything about that yet. Hmm. Uh, that's, really, that's really what it, I mean. Yeah. Well, and the NFL has a stupid uh, thing where you, you guys have probably seen this, but uh, it's okay to play the games, but you can no longer have the post game interactions where you uh, switch yes. jerseys. 
and uh, you know yes. have and you have to be six feet apart. I'm like, they just spent the last three hours on right. top of each other. Exactly. Right. Richard Sherman. I don't know if you wrote the article for Twelfth Man Rising, but I know we've Richard got Sherman wrote it for us. <laughs> awesome. Oh my God, he's the best. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, just pointing out how stupid that is. It's like, yeah, don't don't come because you literally could exchange jerseys and maintain social distancing. Here, catch. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, how effing stupid is this? Again, it's all about optics. It's like, they don't care about the reality of it because switching jerseys doesn't make them money. Right. Like, come on now. And they've like, basically been switching jersey the whole game. You know, they're up in each yes. other's jersey. I mean, it's ridiculous. Exactly. Uh, it's about as full contact, uh, the word keyword being contact as you can get. I was like, oh no, we can't actually have you guys swap jerseys afterwards. It's like, <laughs> for the love of God, how freaking ignorant. You know who else is not going to be swapping jerseys is any of those DC teams, <laughs> the DC NFL teams, because everybody, you're not, you can't get them. Finally. Uh, Nike has said that they're not going to make any anymore. Walmart will not carry them. The uh, I think it was the NFL store even said we're not going to carry them anymore. Yeah, Amazon has pulled everything. A Amazon was another one. What, what, what was the tipping point here? I mean, all of a sudden, in the middle of all this, why all of a sudden? Because Native American groups have been complaining since at least the 60s. Well, the tipping point was FedEx. But why, that, I know, but why did FedEx finally step forward and say, you know what, this is wrong? I, you minority know, I, owner, I think it led stemmed from all the issues we're having with uh, the uh, police and African Americans being killed, and uh, uh, Fred, it should have been done first, decades ago. Yeah, it should have. Oh, yeah, it should have. But but you've got an owner who's just an asshole running oh. the running uh, the yeah. Washington football team as it is. Yeah, it's like the Redskins. When I lived in the D.C. area, the Redskins, you had to get on a waiting list to get season tickets. And if you were lucky, somebody died. Family wasn't lucky, but you were lucky. And maybe four or five years after you're on the waiting list, you could get a season tickets. It's like they haven't sold out a season in I think six or seven years. They haven't that's been how, good. That Well, exactly. That's, but it didn't used to matter. They still sold out. They haven't sold out in like a decade. They've sold out individual games, but they haven't sold out a season I think, well, in a decade. That goes to, I think, the best name I've heard as an alternative to what they have now. Hmm. Uh, they should be renamed the DC Possums, <laughs> which, is, which is perfect because uh, the, the explanation I was given was they're dead at home and get run over on the road. <laughs> I like it. That's good. It, it works. I was, thinking, I was thinking of the sellouts. Apparently, the the current favorite is the Warriors because that way they won't really have to change the logo. They're just thinking of something cheap, which is like, don't go with the Warriors. It's like, no, that's stupid. No. And what and I really actually, can, like, can I can I throw this out? I think they need to change it from Washington, whatever, to D.C. Because until I was like 11 or 12, I had heard of the team, but as the Washington team and I thought it was Washington State. Yeah, <laughs> because at no point was it ever referenced that it was in D.C. Yeah, I agree. They need I mean, to just change it to Landover. Well, <laughs> yeah, the the Maryland, the, uh, the Landover Steamrollers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I agree. They should. I mean, D.C. United just even sounds better than oh, absolutely Washington, whatever. It needs, I agree. It needs, but what's crazy is like this is a windfall. Because everybody has to buy new gear if you change the freaking logo. Yep. Everybody. 
That's what they should do. They should change the name. They should not change Redskins. They should just change. Oh, we're going to change our name, Washington Redskins. Now we're the DC <laughs> DC Redskins. Redskins. <laughs> and, they, and they have all new gear. It's beautiful. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I don't like Warriors either just because it's like, first of all, it's taken uh, yes, by exactly. a basketball team. And secondly, it's, it's just not imaginative. I, I like the Blackhawks and hockey and you know, some people have said, "Oh, they should change their name." That's not the same. You're, it's an, a that, that one's more tribe. respectful. Yeah. Blackhawks is not a racial epithet. Redskins right. is a racial epithet. Seminoles is not an epithet. Plus, the logo does not do disservice to the right. Native American tribe. It actually, looks pretty cool. Yes, Braves is not an epithet. I mean, you know, although the Cleveland baseball team is talking about changing their name too. Yes, yeah. they are. They did change their logo from the C yeah. from that. Chief right. Wahoo thing to the sea, which I think looks better anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Chief Wahoo thing was a caricature, and I don't think it was meant in a racially disrespectful way, but it was a goofy caricature. Yeah. Well, so, I, I can see Indians in a in a way because it's, you know, historically speaking, they're not Indians. They're Native right. Americans or Indians. Yeah. Unless they change their logo to show somebody from India. It's like That'd Mumbai. Cool. There's somebody, oh, there's the Mumbai. It's like, actually, it's he has to have a headset and be working in tech support. <laughs> That'd be pretty awesome. Thank you for calling second base. How may I be of assistance to you? Yes. That's Roberto yeah. Alomar. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Who is below Joe Morgan in the, the ranking of all-time second baseman, not above, below. <laughs> who's who's first? Is it uh, Joe Morgan? Eh, maybe Joe Morgan. I don't know. Hornsby? <laughs> Joe Morgan. I think it, for me, I think it's probably Joe Morgan. Uh, Hornsby. Yeah. It's an impossible comparison yeah. to make. Yeah. Completely different eras when second baseman did different things. But it's not Robbie, that's for sure. Uh, Alomar's great, though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's... Chase yeah. Utley. <laughs> there we go. We're done. It is Chase Utley. <laughs> How could it not be? Is Mark that one of the Eagles? <laughs> So, uh, yeah, anyway, um, Todd kind of joked, I think we were on the show then at this point, but Roger Stone uh, had his sentence commuted by uh, his yeah. co- co-conspirator, yes. uh, Donald Trump. Um, it, it makes you wonder if we're going to see, maybe maybe Donald Trump's starting to realize, and if he does, closer we get to the election, that he's not going to win re-election. How crazy are we going to see the people who get commuted or, or pardoned or whatever? Everybody, everybody that and not people who have done him favors or that he likes is just, you know, Kim Kardashian will shoot him an email and say, hey, what about this? And he'll say, oh, that sounds good. And he'll just do it. Um, what do you guys give to the because I've seen several articles about this, the, the rumors and the supposition and the thoughts that he may withdraw from the race because it would be better to come up with some ridiculous excuse than to lose and that way he saves face by not losing according to washington post he still thinks he's ahead in several states where he's clearly not and they there's an article uh, in the washington post um, because they did an interview with him in the oval office and uh, trump had some you guys may have seen this but trump had his own polls that he was from different sources where it showed him up in arizona by four and florida by if he only shows if if his own poll, wherever he's getting it from, only shows him up by one in Florida, that should be a sign. Yes. Um, 
Trump is up by 14 in Montana. Uh, so they pulled the three people who live there. In North Carolina, by three. Pennsylvania, it's a tie. Again, if your own poll shows you're in a tie. No, it's not a tie. He's up by one one hundredth. <laughs> yes. And then, and then Texas by five and Wisconsin by one. All those are issues. But then in the average polls from lots of different sources, and they, and they broke down where those polls were from. There were some of them were very right wing groups that he was getting that from. But in the average that Washington, uh, the Washington, or sorry, the DC Post, I guess I should say, um, <laughs> uh, found that uh, uh, Arizona was uh, basically a tie. Is that right? No, no, that's not right. Sorry, looking at the wrong thing. Oh, so in Arizona, Biden was up by eight. In Florida, he's up by six. Montana, there was no average because everybody had gone on vacation who lived in the state, so they couldn't pull anybody. North Carolina was plus seven to Biden. Pennsylvania was plus seven to Biden. Texas was plus two to Biden. And then Wisconsin was plus eight to Biden. So, I mean, obviously things tighten up the closer we get to an election. They always do, no matter what it is. But... (laughs) You'd rather be up eight at this point or up seven at this point than, yes. uh, than, right, or tied in a state where, like Florida, you should probably clearly be leading if you're the Republican candidate. Yeah, I agree with you. He he lives in his own reality and always has. And he's been launched a blistering attack on Fox News because they dared to publish some poll. I believe it was their own poll that showed that he was trailing. <laughs> <clears throat> so if it doesn't agree with his with his worldview, it's like then it's wrong, and they're out to get him because he's a paranoid freak. Um, I, it's unbelievable to me that this bastard is still in office. That they didn't uh, convict him in an in impeachment. Uh, we talked about Bolton before in his book, Michael Bolton, terrible <laughs> singer, worse worse human being. Uh, yeah. that, that Bolton chose not to testify before Congress and instead chose to make money. And I did not buy the book because I'm not going to give that bastard a penny, but I did download an illegal PDF, come get me, Polton, and arrest me for your crimes. And I only read like the first 20 pages. He comes off worse than Trump, which is amazing. (laughs) Because he probably is. Trump is a (laughs) horrible, Trump is a horrible person. Of course he is, but Bolton's a horrible person. He always has been. He advocated to Trump before he was uh, actually with the administration, because they talked to him quite a bit because they were doing a little love dance about trying to get him into the administration, he advocated launching a nuclear strike. Against Against Italy? (laughs) Yes, against North Korea. Now, he didn't say, go ahead and launch it, but he said, tell them you're going to launch a strike, and if they call your bluff, launch the strike. Like, uh, (laughs) yeah, that's cool, dude. Let's start a nuclear war. Um, no, buddy. Now I will be buying Mary Trump's book because apparently she needs the money. Uh, not that she really needs the money, but the background of that is this is his niece and her dad was basically cut out of the Trump fortune when the old man Nazi bastard kicked off. And they were told and shown documents that prove that grandpa's fortune was $30 million. That was the total assets of grandpa. So they divvied that up accordingly. Turned out later he was worth billions Haha. So she was given and her brother were given a proportionate amount of a $30 million estate, not a billion dollar estate. So she sued over that. So she's not happy. The fun thing about this is, of course, she's kind of an insider. So she knows she knows Uncle Donnie. Um, She's also a psychologist. 
which is interesting. So, and from the excerpts I've read, she's very careful not to say, I have diagnosed him, diagnosed him as this, but she's able to phrase the behaviors she has seen, things she's personally witnessed, and his behaviors that are public record, and say, this is consistent with this kind of a personality. Um, so I'm very interested in, in, in that book when it comes out. So, yeah. And of course, he is sued against the release of that. He's, or he's tried to stop the release of Bolton's book. He tried to stop the release of her book. He's tried to stop the release of his financial records, which, of course, the Supreme Court said, guess what, you're not above law. But unfortunately, they turned it back to the lower court, and the lower court's going to sit on it until after the election. But eventually, his tax returns will be out. Like, if you're not doing bad things, why do you not want people to talk about you? If these were going to be glowing reviews of how wonderful you are, wouldn't you be telling everyone to read the book? Wouldn't you be telling everyone to, yes, here's my tax returns? It's like the guy is the dirtiest scumbag in fucking history. Unbelievable that people support this bastard. Absolutely. I get the the niece wrote a book and she may be a hundred percent correct. My only fear with people buying into it too much. Again, she may be a hundred percent correct is that she's obviously uh, people who don't like Trump are going to want to agree with everything she says. And she has a skewed view as well because of her past. She admits so, I mean, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah she she at least admits there, right? it. So, yeah. I mean, you have to temper that as well. I mean, because we still, even though we all lean to the left um, or fall to the left, probably in our cases, we still want to be fair, you know. So it's, right. you know. Well, I'll, <laughs> to address the fairness aspect, turn on Fox News, right? It's like we've been blasted by Breitbart and Fox News every fucking minute of every fucking hour of every fucking day. Well, that's them being unfair, though. I'm just saying, I mean, again, the niece's book may be fantastic and and may be truthful, but again, it's the source material where it's coming from. Absolutely. I I wouldn't want to just jump in and say, well, this is what she said, because... I don't know. And I you're right. have to research her facts too. So right. And you're right. But the funny thing is, is like the left, we're the only ones who actually consider bias. True. Absolutely true. So, you know, it's just an insane situation. Absolutely. Absolutely insane. Makes me, makes me wish that we had voted for Goldwater in 64. He makes <laughs> Trump look like a, or Trump makes Goldwater look like a sane person. Who's like, who literally advocated, giving control of nuclear weapons to generals and not having to ask the president of the United States, is it okay if I start a nuclear war? He's, he was down with that. So that's a little bit bananas. And Trump makes him look completely normal. I think you've got, I think it's gold member. I don't think it's cold water. I think, you've got <laughs> I think it was gold member. Oh <laughs> uh, my God. Unbelievable. Speaking of brilliant people, have you heard what Michigan had to do with, with their PSA because of the COVID stuff? No, I have not. Just throwing this out. Um, Michigan had to run a PSA on radio and television uh, because people have been going to libraries and checking out books. Libraries. But, but <laughs> because of COVID and they don't want to spread COVID anywhere – People have been microwaving their books, <laughs> which has a tendency to set the books on fire. Uh, there's RFID chips in the books, which have a tendency to, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Blow up. 
uh, shorts out microwaves. People in Michigan had needed to be told this. Only in the Upper Peninsula. People, ah. the Upers. People who go to a library at that. It's like, that's... That's true. That's a good that's point. Terrifying. It's like, oh my God, they actually want to read and they still can't figure this out? It's like, no. Wipe, by all means, wipe the book down. That's <laughs> necessary. But, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Don't put it in the washing machine. Oh my God. That's a good point, actually. It's the... They actually went to a library and checked Apparently, out a book. libraries have been very popular since. Yeah, uh, like bicycles. <laughs> bicycles have been very popular. Apparently, a lot of bike shops are out of stock because people are riding more. Okay, has this, I saw this one on the Wall Street Journal. Apparently, a theme park was reopened in Japan. But you're not allowed to scream on the roller coasters. Yes, yeah, right. screaming will it, it, uh, it goes farther than six feet and can't yep. have that. Which, by the way, Disney World reopened this weekend. So, as if Florida wasn't already spiking, <laughs> have fun. Now the whole yeah. country can spike when everybody goes back home from their vacation in Orlando. And Orange County is, I think, was fifth in the in the state because it had been quite low compared to South Florida, but it started spiking too. So, yay! Well, Knox County in Tennessee has, uh, in the last couple of days, has I been, uh, yeah, is considered a hot spot. Yeah, and and this was following Sevier County, which is where Gatlinburg is. And Gatlin, this, the wise people who run Sevier County, which is a very Republican county, yes, um, decided that they they would put restrictions on masks this week, um, starting this week and moving forward. But the restrictions are that you have to wear a mask indoors, but it doesn't have to be a bar or restaurant. Um, there's, there's several different places you can go indoors without having to wear a mask. And then outside, there's no, no restrictions. As as, but as, people walk the streets of Gatlinburg. It's yes. packed full of people. I was just going to say, Gatlinburg is packed like you're in line to go to a Beyonce concert. That's what, well, no, 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 that's unfair because that means there may be an African-American person or two in the streets of Gatlinburg. I think you're thinking of a Blake Shelton concert. Blake Shelton, I'm so sorry, you're correct. Although it wouldn't be that busy. Um, yeah, Gatlinburg outside is packed. I mean, literally, I'm pretty sure we've all been there. <clears throat> and there are times when you go to Gatlinburg on the weekends and you are literally shoulder to shoulder with people. You're just walking on the sidewalk. You're just going someplace. Yeah. That's uh, unbelievable. Well, you well, know. You, you saw your, your mask, uh, the vote for the masks in Knox County, though, how that went and how... Uh... What was it? It was a seven to one vote. And you, did you hear who the one was that voted against having to wear masks? Would that be Mr. Glenn Jacobs? That would be the big red machine himself. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> who, who on social media talking about how this is completely unnecessary and it's not in the Constitution is like, maybe you should read the Constitution, asshole. Well, yeah. he, the he, guy who, who got famous for wearing a fucking mask for how yeah. many years? Unbelievable. <laughs> well, and the, uh, that brings me to a, a or reminds me of a different subject but yeah i get a lot a lot of ads here obviously uh, they're all conservative ads because it's conservative running versus conservative and <laughs> it's it's all ridiculous but one of the ads says oh we need to get more constitutionalist judges back on uh, back in the court system i'm like they're all constitutionalist <laughs> judges it's just the way you're interpreting what the constitution <laughs> is supposed to be saying whether it's left or right none of them are anti-constitution I don't know. So some of Trump's appointees 
may only have a passing uh well they, pass, but they they think the in their view it, right. it's that's constitution but it's like just because you're you could be a, a far left judge it doesn't mean you're anti-constitution right it's just and what it, the constitution you interpret it as saying exactly and like, you nailed it it's like it's their view it's like the only viewpoint that's correct is their view right which is you know i think all three of us are pretty open to looking at other sides yeah. and looking at okay is this right or not as opposed to that's wrong I mean, there are some conservatives that are absolutely correct. The Lincoln Project. I probably would not vote for anyone in the Lincoln Project. Wait, are you talking about Abraham Lincoln? He died a long time ago. He's back, baby. He is back. He's fighting zombies. <laughs> That's right. Um, <laughs> I probably would not vote for anybody. Vampires. In the he's, he's just Vampire. barely ahead of his competition. <laughs> it's the <laughs> If they were running for office. Well, they're all conservatives, Republicans who are against Trump because Trump is hideous. I mean, Bolton. We mentioned Bolton before. Michael. Michael. Horrific human being. Horrific political specimen. And he's against Trump. <laughs> so just because you're against Trump doesn't mean that you're not conservative. There are millions of conservatives that don't agree with Trump. Um, you know, Mitt Romney, would any of this shit have happened if Mitt Romney had been president? No. Uh, I really don't agree with a lot of his view viewpoints at all, but he has a brain. He has a functional brain. Uh, if McCain had been elected and well, he would have been gone by now, but no, forget it. If his, if his, if his choice for VP was president, it might've actually been worse. Uh, but for the most part, if he had another Republican in office, this crap wouldn't have happened. Well, I don't know. Rand Paul, who brilliantly came out and said that experts don't know the best about COVID. Um, <laughs> well, you say he does, you ass clown. Grand Paul, um, who likes to talk about the fact that he's a doctor, but he's an optometrist, is like, or an ophthalmologist. But anyway, not his specialty. You anti-dentite bastard. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's, yeah. According to Dr. Fauci, he hasn't, been, he hasn't briefed Trump in two months. Because... Right. Because obviously Trump is trying to to break away from Fauci and say, oh, he's, he loved Fauci for a while. And then when Fauci started speaking facts, Trump right. tried to break away from that. So Doesn't um, being briefed sound like you're getting a wedgie? Yeah. Briefed. It's, fu it's funny because Trump said he, he needed to, he didn't want to talk to Fauci so much. He wanted to speak to the experts I'm like, hello, uh, what, are you, <laughs> what is Fauci? Yeah, um, unbelievable. And didn't this happen since since we had our little mini break that. It came out that, or maybe it happened right before, but that uh, Trump was briefed on the bounties on American soldiers, and it's like, I think that happened in our mini break. No, no uproar whatsoever. It's like, oh, what about the emails? What about those four in Benghazi? It's like, dude was briefed and denies that he was briefed, but that's part of your duty to be part of the National well, Security Council, moron. Well, you know now, and you're still not doing shit about it. <laughs> exactly. That's the thing. It's like you know now, and he hasn't done a damn thing about it still yeah well i've heard two things i've heard you get a morning report as president and that was involved he just didn't read it because we all know he doesn't read and, and i'm not i'm not joking he doesn't read i think no, he even said that himself right and then you verbally um get uh get what's the the breakdown and supposedly that may or may not have happened 
according, well, it may not have happened because Trump is president, but according to Obama's secretary of state, that would have definitely happened. Um, and then you acted, but I mean, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. How does that not become bigger news? Probably cause it's 2020 and we had murder hornets who got like three days worth of news. I mean, even this though alone, it wasn't that big of a deal, this alone, there should be impeachment proceedings, this alone. And whether he knew and chose not to act upon it or that he did not know because he chose not to be informed. That's the best explanation I've heard is that several anonymous people said that they did not bring this forward because they knew he would not believe it and would be upset by it. And he doesn't want to have anything, any news that upsets him that doesn't agree with his viewpoint. How does he not run with this though? It's like, okay, he should just, this is the one time he should think, you know what I should say, I didn't know. And then act on it immediately for to build his, but he's not doing anything which because his face doesn't, he didn't. they don't well, care. That, and he clearly knew. Right. Too, right. That this just shows he knew because obviously yeah. he would have, he would have acted instead of just now it's gone. Yeah. All this, wayside. all this bullshit about loving the flag and loving the military and all and his supporters don't clearly the ones who still support him don't give a fuck about the military. They don't give any uh, care. They don't care about anybody but themselves. And Trump, because Trump is all about being selfish. He's the poster boy for being a selfish piece of shit. It's like he didn't care about the military. Clearly, whether he had information earlier or not, like you said, Rob, is like, okay, you know now, why aren't you doing something about it? And he's done nothing about it. Nothing. It's like, so how the hell can you say you're a fucking patriot when this son of a bitch at least now knows, oh, of course, he claims it's false, because he doesn't trust our own intelligence. He trusts his buddy Putin, who is the fucking head of Russian intelligence. It's like, you dumb son of a bitch. Emperor Putin, who's now in office, well, forever. Forever. No, but 2036 at this point, he's still alive. And you know that's what Trump wants. Absolutely what Trump wants. Yeah. But he hasn't done a damn thing to punish a country who put out a fucking bounty on our soldiers. Yeah, even Putin is like, eh, maybe it didn't happen. Of course that happened. I mean, come on, why would it not happen? Putin, who basically Western intelligence has evidence that he directly ordered the death of some probably was involved that, in some of them. Yeah, so like that. he's a badass. Yeah, according Fucking to his own brain. So uh, he's obviously impeachment didn't work, but you know what works? November third works. That's gonna fucking work, unless it gets pushed back. Don't be uh, not going to get pushed back. Don't be complacent. Don't think there's no way people can vote for him. I mean, like I mentioned it before, Biden said is like, ignore the polls. Polls don't mean a thing. And he's right. They don't mean a thing. There's only one. The Italians. Well, that's true, too. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm just, no, I... I'm, just thinking, I'm just thinking you look so Italian. You look so Italian. Maybe it's self-hate. Maybe that's what it is. Me? Even though it's, it's black so... Irish. You're still... <laughs> No, I, th- I you, you hit on it perfectly because you can look at the poll. Same thing happened la- in 2016, right? Yes, the poll showed Hillary were, was ahead and, and then not as much as Biden is ahead right now. Well, maybe around this time she was. But, but you know, you got to get out there and vote because the polls mean absolutely crap. They right. mean nothing. You have to get out there and do it. And then, and yep. then fingers crossed, we have uh, fair voting like, like the fiasco we had in Atlanta during the Georgia primary. Hopefully right. that doesn't happen. Hope, hoping that uh, everybody changing or a lot of people changing their the way you're actually voting doesn't yes. confuse people. 
Um, if you vote by mail, please get your request for your ballot in quickly because the deadline for voting for voting by mail is not November third. It's put much that right on the pony and let that pony go. Yes. <laughs> so be aware of your deadlines, please. Um, <laughs> and if yeah. it doesn't show up like mine didn't, put on a mask and go to the poll. Yes. Exactly. This is and critical. Wear a hazmat suit if you want. I, I want to throw this out because the, the U.S. Did, hasn't done shit to, to this scale. Uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. I'm tying this together. <laughs> I thought this was brilliant because they've they've they did their first pay-per-view since the COVID thing. And in between every match, uh, I think it was like five or six guys in, in, in not quite hazmat suits, but protective clothing would get in the ring with alcohol bottles and, and disinfectant wipes and wipe down fucking everything before the next match started. Uh, they would occasionally go to the table where the announcers are. And if you look at it, it looks like three announcers are next to each other until you realize that one in the middle looks a bit weird. That's because there's a big six foot television between the two of them showing the middle guy to keep the two on the ends six feet apart. The third guy is somewhere else in the arena. <laughs> They're doing this correctly. Yeah. UFC's done the same thing. I mean, they actually... <clears throat> they don't show it like every time, but they did show just happened to have the camera on it, but they're cleaning the ring. They're cleaning yeah. uh, the octagon but between every match. They're going in, they're disinfecting the ring between every match. When they first came back on, the announcers were all at one table. Now they're after from the second one, they're spread apart. They're probably about 10 feet apart, actually all on one side of the octagon. They're not doing the post um, match interviews in person. Like unfortunately they did in the first one, they're doing it remote which they should uh yeah i mean there are ways to do this effectively and it's not freaking brain surgery i mean just maintain distance clean things yep. i mean how hard is that apparently it, it is brain surgery for some people it's incredible well when schools start back uh yeah. some sooner rather than later my daughter is actually doing online classes okay. um yeah so it's it's it'll be Same interesting here. and uh well, that's you see, I think that's a smart thing to do because I've seen lots of parents pros pros and cons for that on the news talking about it and uh, you know some of them have have good points as far as you know their kid needs to go back to school because it helps with uh, socializing and building that whatever but you know the, the point is I, I thought one really good point was you know it's not it's the the problem isn't the teachers or the administrators trying to keep these kids apart it's that they're kids and they don't right. know any better. I, I want to play with that toy with you kind of thing. You know, if you're a small kid or whatever it is, it's hard enough for adult. Well, it's nearly impossible for adults to stay apart, but kids, it's not even in their human nature to stay apart. I mean, it's, are they going to constantly have that awareness? I need to stay away <laughs> from this kid. Um, so I know the school system here, Oak Ridge is, um, you know, if, if they have a, a test that comes back, if somebody gets tested and it comes back positive, they actually are shutting that school down for three to five days for cleaning and stuff like that. So uh, we'll see how that happens when the school school year starts back because it seems like there would be cases that pop up. And to me, that's just more chaotic than just starting everybody online and going through that way. And then maybe some maybe some families can't 
can't afford to do that. Maybe they don't have the parents have both have to work and they, they can't, they don't have the time to do that. Right. But it still seems like it. that's more of a, yeah, it still seems like that's more of a, to me, more of a global logical issue or a fix to it, at least initially, as far as starting online and then go from there. How do we handle, we talked about this in either the other show or pre-pro, but we talked about how do handle families handle a situation when both are working because that's most families and they normally would have the kid away from home in school. What what's the answer to that? I mean, I agree where, with you. Where do they go in the summer, though? I mean, <laughs> I, and I'm not I saying that's the answer. But if they go to a grandparent's house or over Rob's house, strangely enough, <laughs> I mean, you know, it could be one of those things where 30, they can 36, still do that. Thirty-six million kids at Rob's house. I yeah, know. I agree. I mean, and we talked about well, we have billions of dollars to bail out corporations. It's like start paying for daycare, yeah. you know. Or or sitters or do something. I mean, there are answers to this. All the problems that we're facing with this are financial. Every one of them is like borrow money. You're you're more than happy to borrow money to create bombers and fighter jets. You know, multi million dollar planes that don't do what they're supposed to do. And it's like, but you won't borrow money to take care of people. Maybe we should send them to Becky DeVos's house. That would be a great idea. She has no books. uh, Yeah. Yeah. How, oh, Jesus Christ, that is like, <laughs> that's administration, not Trump, but that's administration in a nutshell. The department, the secretary of education doesn't have a single fucking book on a bookshelf. <laughs> you beat me to it. <clears throat> that was hilarious, though. And, and here's a sign of the apocalypse. Now, maybe her account got hacked, but Ann Coulter tweeted, the lovely Amy McGrath is a Marine Corps veteran. The average donation to her campaign is $36. Mitch McConnell is a broken down old man owed by, it says owed, owed by cheap labor lobbyists. Hashtag defeat McConnell. Um, hmm. That is from yesterday at four in the afternoon. So I have a feeling that's not a hack. Um, Patton Oswalt retweeted it as Swamp Witch has fallen. I repeat, all caps, <laughs> Swamp Witch has fallen. Because Patton Oswalt is brilliant. Um, <laughs> when Ann Coulter, the, the new... The Ayn new Rand. best of, of Ayn Rand mixed with Skeletor <laughs> is is against Mitch McConnell and Trump is like, open your freaking eyes. An example of some all conservatives are not good. <clears throat> Ann Coulter, oh my God. <laughs> Ann Coulter gets it. What the hell, people? Did, did you see the thing with her and Peyton Manning? No, I did not. Um, it was a comedy central roast about a about a year ago, I guess. Um, but for some reason, Peyton Manning was there and <laughs> Ann Coulter, they were roasting uh, Rob Lowe, I think it was. Because Peyton Manning's funny. That's why he was there. Well, he he, he was a lot funnier than I was anticipating him being. because he Ann Coulter there. That's the question. That's, yeah, that's what I was thinking. There for well, Rob Lowe, what the, the hell? She, they brought her there apparently to just fry her <laughs> completely. <laughs> Many roasts. Um, <laughs> Peyton got up and said, Ann Coulter is here. And a lot of people don't know that she is actually the other athlete other than me. Uh, I've won the Super Bowl. And a couple of years ago, Ann Coulter won the Kentucky Derby. Oh, 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 oh that was good. Hey, I get why Peyton's there now. Got it. All right. No, I think that was Sarah Jessica Parker, not Ann Coulter. Oh, harsh, bro. Harsh. Um, <laughs> and Peyton is conservative. So interesting. Of course, Peyton's not insane. Uh, wow, that's uh, unless you watch those commercials where he's done the what he's got the his his little model town of Peytonville or whatever. I haven't seen those. <laughs> that's 
That's kind of creepy. <laughs> Peyton, Peyton is an interesting dude. Eli has his own house way outside town. <laughs> Peyton, have any of you seen Peyton's Place, the series on ESPN, where he does the interviews with people? <laughs> I was thinking Peyton's Place. And that. <laughs> They're very oh. good. Very funny. Uh, very insightful stuff, and it's not all about football, but uh, Peyton's just a weird dude, man. <laughs> he is funny. He has a really odd sense of humor. I mean, the fact that his Saturday Night Live hosting gig was really good. It's like, that's just brilliant. That still is like the little the little ad that he did. The, the, the mocking promo that the NFL constantly does is like, look how we take care of kids. And he's like screaming at these kids that they didn't run the wrong route. <laughs> I think you get a kid in the face with a football show something outrageous. That's awesome. I'll have to watch this. These are little, little kids too in that Saturday Night Live thing. They were like seven or eight years old. We are currently watching Community again. I've I've watched it before, but it's yeah. Yeah, and do, have you guys watched Community? Community is one I have not gotten into yet. That's no. it's one of those that's sure. on the list. It is. They do a lot of unexpected things that you don't see just in a regular sitcom. Like so, whole episodes are like, uh, like uh, it's the characters. But for instance, they have they have one where the the dean who's just crazy um, has priority registration. So the main character, Joel McHale's character, well, they don't really have main characters. It definitely is an ensemble show. But the one the of leader the of the group, Joel McHale, he goes outside. He's like, man, I'm going to take a nap. This is at the start of the show. It's like I'm going to go take a nap. In my car. So he goes to take a nap in his car. He wakes up to this huge paintball war. And they the whole show is basically doing lots of different... They use paintball to do just reference so many different movies. Like Die Hard is a reference in it. It's really... And they do that a lot. So if you haven't seen Community... I, this this part of the show is brought to you by Community. Which is no <laughs> longer <right. laughs> But uh, it's part of the show is brought to you by Chevy Chase. Um, but... Uh, yeah. I was gonna yeah, ask the previous section was brought by brought to you by whatever insurance company Peyton Manning works for. How much? How much? How much is Chevy Chase in the show community? A lot. A lot. Uh, up until the, I think it's on six seasons, and he's uh, on it until the sixth season. See, I, I take that as unfortunate, but hopefully he's all right. Well, the reason he's not on the sixth season is, and I think this is reported. I don't think I'm just making this up. Is <laughs> that the rest of the cast thought he was such an asshole? Yes. That they ask him, they ask if he could not be on the last season. I so have, he's not. I have read the same thing. Um, yep, yep, yep. The, the clips I've seen of Community that he was in, he looks like he's being an ass. Now, hopefully, that's his character. It's his, but, yeah, it's his character. I mean, he is. Well, he's so good at it because. Yeah, I think yeah, he's just playing exactly. himself, uh, which is terrifying. Yeah. John McHale is a funny dude. I don't know if he's a. Can he act? I mean, you're the one who's seen. Yeah, no, he's all right. He, he's he's really good in that. Everybody in their role. I think that's one thing that makes the show so interesting is that everybody in that role, in their own role, is really good in that role. Like uh, Donald Glover is not superhero Donald Glover. You know, it's yeah. or it's not Lando Donald Glover. He's just plays a guy who goes to community college, and he actually is uh, his best friend of the group is this Indian guy named Abed, who's just well, he should be on Cinema Savants. I'll just say that. And ah, then that's it's, yeah, it's it's just, terrible. Yeah, it's just, and, and Trudy from Mad Men, she's one of the characters on the show. She's really good. And she plays an anti Trudy character, really. Um, so they're actors. Of, yeah. other, other than Chevy Chase. Uh, that, I don't know. It, 
did either of you guys watch Tiger King? Yes. Okay. No. I my sympathies to both of you in a weird way. <laughs> Have you seen the follow up episode though with Joel McHale? Yes. <laughs> that is awesome. It's brilliant because he's well, right? I mean he does he does serious interviews, but he's also being Joel McHale for yeah. part of it. It's like so well done. Well, the cool thing is when the the Seahawks had their draft, they had a pre, they had a pre round or rounds party um, each night, and he was on it because he's from Seattle. So he was on it every night, so it was kind of funny. He seems like a good dude. The NFL had a draft this year. What? <clears throat> yeah, uh, That's the last one for several years. Jesus, I'm, yeah, craziness, craziness. Rob, you should really watch Tiger King. No, it's, no, I'm, it's, I'm, I'm good. Thanks. It's horrifying. It uh, actually, that, that's why I've stayed away from it because I, I, I've seen trailers and clips and gone. I, I don't even want to know what this is anymore. It's almost. <laughs> it would almost be worth watching the the wrap up episode that Joel McHale did, even without having seen it though, because it's it's excellent. It's really funny. It's more those. You watch it and it's like it's you. Just, it's like a train wreck. Oh my god! Yeah. But it's horrible. nobody is good. There's no. nobody that's good on the show. Yeah. And it's funny because the guy who ends up going to jail is probably probably has more integrity than the other people on the... And even he's horrible, but he probably still has more integrity. Quite possibly. <clears throat> possibly true. It is it is a survey of the absolute gutted open underbelly of America. It's it's awful. <laughs> Those are awful freaking people. You know, uh, I, that, that actually kind of leads to the dumb headline of the week, which I got from a very weird place. Um my Here's wife was on one of those where are they now websites <laughs> right and e each person that came up got their own little headline of you know um 16 candles or yeah was it 16 candles and i've lost her molly, molly ringwald molly yeah. ringwald star of 16 candles where is she now Pumph. emilio estevez came up and y'all don't know what what the claim to fame for him was. <laughs> you, you ready? Because I was thinking, you know, Breakfast Club. If you want to get really out there, Free Jack or go back to Repo Man, whatever. No, Emilio Estevez, brother of Charlie Sheen, and that's his headline. <laughs> I'm thinking he should sue. Yeah, he could be son of Martin at least. Yes, at least at the very least. <laughs> um, this is the this is possibly the best dumb headline I have ever seen. OK, it is a story about a surf rescue group. And there is a photo, large photo. It's almost as large as the <clears throat> actual article, at least on the front page of this particular paper of three people on the fire rescue team. <laughs> and And the headline is. Think of a headline, 56-point bold headline. What? Wow. <laughs> Literally the headline for was the instructions to, to the copy editor. Think of a headline, 56-point bold. That's pretty funny. Oh, my God. That can't be real. But Insert I'm, headline here. Son of but a I'm, bitch. But I'm afraid it is. <laughs> well, I have I have one that is not, it's not a real headline, but it's somebody put up a... So you have to imagine what the Harry Potter books look like starting yeah. off like Prisoner of Azkaban had Harry on the on the on the broomstick. And speaking of Tiger King, somebody had made a copy uh, of of that kind of J.K. Rowling 
art on her books. And uh, it was a cover of here. It was not Harry Potter, but it was like, this is what J.K. Rowling's new book should be. And uh, it had uh, Joe Exotic uh, on (laughs) the broomstick. And it said, J.K. Rowling's new book. Joe Exotic and that bitch Carol Baskin. (laughs) (laughs) That's... uh, hmm. I don't remember. Does J.K. Rowling support uh, gays or is it only transgenders that she hates? I don't remember which it is with her now. She seems pretty cool. Does she have an issue with uh, transgenders or homosexuals? She has an issue with transgenders. With transgenders. Does she? Yeah. Yes, she that's, does. That's the... yeah, I tried she... to avoid that story, but it kept popping the fuck up. Is it yeah. true? I mean, is there? Yeah, uh, is it? Yeah, I yeah. Mean, she and uh, she and Daniel Radcliffe have gotten into it. Mm-hmm. She has several uh, statements about transgenders not being actual women, something along those lines. That that she's tweeted things like that. <clears throat> Stephen King wrote something in su- in support of her voicing her, but I don't think he had seen the actual comment. And then he put out a statement that well, but he supports people of all genders, et cetera, et cetera. And because she had tweeted, oh, I love what Stephen King is saying here. And then she deleted her tweet. Like, uh, okay, I'm not supporting you now because you're one of those people. So yeah, there's a lot of people in the Harry Potter world who are turning their backs on the Harry Potter world because the creator apparently doesn't really believe everyone is equal. So an odd thing <laughs> for her to do. She would have been smarter to shut her mouth. Uh, the 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 third Fantastic Beast film is apparently in some possible trouble because the second one didn't make as much money as the first one was a problem. Stars Johnny Depp and he has his issues. Uh, Ezra Miller has his issues because he is allegedly uh, in a video of uh, attacking a woman, although it's apparently it's not been identified for sure if it's actually him or not. And then you have J.K. Rowling doing her best to alienate millions of people so good move there <clears throat> which personally I, th- I thought the first movie was pretty much utter crap anyway so yeah i didn't i wasn't yeah it, it basically it's like okay it's time for me to make my cash grab like peter jackson did with the hobbit trilogy three intensely long films based on a book that's like 87 pages <laughs> so yeah um yeah she's she, uh, well, she's got the integrity to stand by her awful opinion. I'll give her that, but what the hell? Yeah. Makes a very little sense. I bet she's got Italian in her family history somewhere. So. I bet she wishes she had an Italian in her. <laughs> mm, yeah, maybe. Yeah, there you go. That's our show. Who wants to do the outro? I thought that was. <laughs> that? That's the outro? Everyone should have an Italian in them. Tune in next week when Ted says...